This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Yeah, can we just start with the injury news first of all? Is Mo ready to start again or how do you continue to manage his ankle problem and also is there any time frame on Joel Matip? Well, looks really good. Looked really good in training. Yesterday, uh, day before yesterday, especially after the game, it was really good. Um, yesterday we didn't do too much, so it, um, we'll see today. But I'm not worried about it. Um, Joel is improving, but still, um, of course, um, some time away from the team because this week is important. One, we have to we will we will measure the improvement of uh, of the healing, and um, with the scan probably, and then we will see what uh, how it is. And from that moment on, then we can make decisions. It's nothing you can rush. You just have to wait. Our body is from time to time like this, so nothing new really about him. Obviously, we know about your workload throughout the month of December, and if you win tomorrow night, then that sees you top the group and qualify for the next phase. But I just wonder now how you feel about that decision that you made to, with regard to the League Cup and the World Club Cup now, and how you're going to split things up, split your squad up, and obviously you're not going to be here for the League Cup yourself. What was the question? I have a lot of questions. How, how you feel about it? No, just Very good. Having to, choose, having to choose like that though now. No, I'm, I'm fine. We made that decision. We had to make a decision. We made that decision and that, that's how we did it. And um, it's all good. We, we knew about 90% of all the games we have. And there were two games which we were not 100% sure. That was a Club World Cup. Then we decided to, to go there. And then we had to make a decision about the, um, the League Cup. That's what we made, did. And um, so now it's exactly like we know since a couple of weeks. So um, that's it. Uh, it's a tough program, of course. But it's, we don't think about the, the, really the, the fixture list we have in the next, in the next weeks or months. We think about Napoli tomorrow. Um, and after that, we will see how we deal with um, Brighton. After that, how we deal with Everton. After that, Bournemouth. Then Salzburg. Then Watford. And then Qatar. So that's how it is. So it's a, a lot to come. But um, in a moment, my only concern is Napoli. Okay, we've got two from Simon and then the gentleman at the back, Ed, will go to when uh, after Simon's had his two. So go on, go and, and when you do um, need to think about Salzburg in the future, obviously a win tomorrow night means you are guaranteed to finish top of the group. So how imperative might that win be in, in maybe making that Salzburg decision a little bit easier for you? Maybe in the biggest mistake we could make, we think about we would have won it already and what would happen if we win it. If we win it, then we have to think about all the other things. But that would be that's the target actually. But it's the same for Napoli. If Napoli wins the game, they are through as well. So um, and we are not. So that's probably not. That's how it is. Um, so all these things are not really in our mind. Um, there are two weeks between tomorrow night and the Salzburg game. Uh, one to three games in between. Why should I think about the Salzburg game then? There's absolutely no reason for it, really. The, tomorrow night we try, of course we try to win that game, which would be massive for us, for different reasons. Um, after the start we had in a group that we could do that, but it, we don't feel like we are halfway through. It's, it's really difficult. Napoli, with all the things, uh, what um, even here everybody could, uh, could, could read about, um, is a very, very dangerous opponent tomorrow night, very strong. They won last year against us at, um, 
at Napoli when we were really bad this year against us when we were not bad but not good enough to win the game and they gave us a proper fight when they, we played them here at, at Anfield and um, so that's what they will do tomorrow night as well and again so that's all I'm thinking about not about the games coming after that just, just one more moment it, whereas if you're not thinking too far as the games are concerned how far do you plan ahead as far as your training sessions are concerned do you do you have them week by week? Do you change them day by day to suit? I have How does to. it work? I have to. I, I, we have plans for everything, how you can imagine, and we change them constantly. So, um, because it's like the hour, I have two, two smartphones, and when one of them is ringing, it's really rare that uh, good news. So, like, I only want to tell you the player is fine or whatever. You only get the messages and stuff like this when a player is not fine. So then you have to make new plans and we don't know exactly how many players we have to train. So we know in the long term what we, what we do, what we have to do. We know what we, um, that's all set. And the athletic part of the, of the sessions, obviously, we try, we try to adapt to the specific situation of the players. The tactical things depend, of course, to the, to the, to the games we play, we've played, because um, what do we have to make clear again? Where do we have to work on? What do we have to put the, where do we have to put a focus on? So that, that's it. That's our life. But it, it, and it's all, it always leads to one highlight, and that's the next game. So that's what we try. We, we, we try to, to do as much as possible, but not too much in the sessions, just that the players are as fresh as, fresh as possible in the games. So that's the job. Fantastic. We have the gentleman in the back row who has the microphone, and when he's up, here's the gentleman who stood next to Ed on the end of the row there. Yes. Jan Schelle di Canale 21, mister, intanto non ci sarà Insigne il suo incubo ricorrente, questa già è una buona notizia per il Napoli. So, no, I don't know if if, if Lorenzo cannot play, uh, Insigne cannot play, um, and no joke, appunto. Okay. No, he won't be playing definitely. Okay. Okay, but uh, okay, good. Um, so, but yes, I expect them. I expect them really strong for, for for different reasons. One, the reason number one is they are a sensationally good football team. Yes, they didn't have the results in the last couple of weeks, maybe like people expected. I have no idea about the reasons or, or whatever. We could read a little bit about things what happened there, um, but now they are not in Italy. Now they are in Liverpool. Now it's a different competition. Now they can, um, they feel maybe I'm not sure, but maybe they feel kind of relief that they can play completely free in a game like this, and we have to ex exactly expect that, and that's what we do. So whoever will play for Napoli will be an outstandingly strong player. So. And if there's any manager, the last part of your question, if there's any manager in the world who doesn't need any advice from anybody, and for sure not from me, then it's Carlo Ancelotti. So, and that's why, um, hopefully I will have a chat with him before the game, hopefully I will have a chat with him after the game, um, but none of them will be about what he could do differently. <laughs> Okay, gentlemen, has got the microphone. Just before you ask the question, if anyone, any more for the manager, if you could indicate, we'll get the microphones to you. But gentlemen, he's got the. Uh, yeah. 
Buon pomeriggio, Mr. Klopp. Good afternoon, Mr. Klopp. Um, you've always been very sincere. Do you think you would have accepted you, from your owners that your team has to go off um, on a retreat, as it were, in training camp? And then what would you have done if the players just refused to say, no, we're not going on this training camp? Actually, nothing to say about that. No, I, um, the, 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 the club structure in England is, is slightly different, I, I think. Is it different? Maybe not. But our owners never ask us, to be honest. They, they, yeah, they don't ask us for doing things like that. I was a lot of times in my life actually in training camps with my teams. I, I, um, with mines a lot, when things didn't work out quite well. But that was it's long, long ago. So times changed and stuff like this. So I have no idea how it exactly happened there and why anybody did what they did. So that's it. Okay, gentlemen, who's on the, I don't know if the guys can pass it down for you, Ed. That would be helpful, gentlemen, on the end of the row there. And if there's any final ones, if anyone wants to catch my eye, we'll take the final ones for Jürgen after this. Yeah, everybody wants to catch your eye. He's dead. <laughs> Um, well, in Liverpool then, at Liverpool, what about these internal problems, um, you know, how would they influence um, a, a team? Does a team get stronger when there's all this sort of stuff going on within the club? Um, does it, a club try to um, bounce back, as it were, um, a team try to um, bounce back? Or does it actually have a negative impact on your focus and your ability to prepare? Uh, team. So, from your point of view, as a, is it a good or a bad um, thing that um, Napoli is undergoing these um, uh, in difficulties for the time being? You know, from a Liverpool perspective, what do you think? What we expect is that it will make them stronger. So that's what we have to expect, absolutely. So that they, um, whatever is there exactly, I have really not not a proper idea about what exactly happened. But if I would be part of the team as a player. I would try to bring the group together and fight against all the things from outside. So that's what we have to expect. And how I said, Carlo is the most experienced manager in world football and is used to deal with difficult situations and he will make the best of it 100%. But saying that, we have to make sure tomorrow night from the first second that this is a different place again. So we are here, we are very ambitious in, in the Champions League, we, want to, we want to go as far as possible again in the Champions League and that means we have to win football games and tomorrow night is a football game and how any other team we have the chance to win that and that's what we are concerned about, that's what we are thinking about, what, can we, what do we have to do, how do we have to face Napoli in, 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 in specific moments. They are experienced, they are tactically strong, they have super players, they have speed, so that means that's a, that's a really difficult game for us and all the things around um, will not have influence on it, for sure not on us and I don't think on, on Napoli really and um, that means we can focus on football, they can focus on football and that makes a proper football game, that's it. Okay, uh, we're going to take our last question for Jürgen. Just a reminder, Andrew Robertson's the player who's coming pretty much immediately after Jürgen. If you could all stay where you roughly are, that would be great. Right? Salve, salve, mister. 
I wanted to ask you, um, since England is like, you know, um, it's where betting and um, gambling began almost, um, at the moment, the bookmakers are saying the most likely uh, score is 3 uh, 0 to Liverpool. 10 quid would win you £110. Well, you don't want to give any advice to Ancelotti. What about bet, bet people who bet? Do you reckon that's a good bet? I know that they're not allowed to bet. I'm German. We don't. We don't bet. We, we don't give our money to other people. Yeah, so, for no reason, pretty much, with that little chance. So, um, I have no idea about betting. I hear it a lot here in England, and I hear the quotes and all that stuff, and I don't understand it, not at all. So, I cannot give Carlo any, could not give him any advice in that. Um, I would wish for that result, but. I, I don't see it in the moment. But we have 95 minutes time to, to get a result, whichever result, which makes us happy. And that's what we should try with all we have. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Andy, first of all, how's the ankle? What are you doing to manage the problem? How bad is it playing through the pain? And are you stuck with it for the rest of the season? What questions? <laughs> that's you a get them all in at once, mate. Yeah. Um, no, look... Uh, it's it's been better to be fair. Um, just a bit stiff after matches, but it's something that I can manage with and something that I'm quite happy with. And you know, it's slightly painful, but um, you know, if you don't have any pain and the amount of games we've played, then you know, I suppose maybe you're doing something wrong. So all the lads are managing stuff, and we're all good. So um, I feel good. I feel I feel fresh, and um, hopefully that continues. Obviously, it's been entertaining with the late goals that end up winning the games at the moment, but the boss has emphasised the need for clean sheets. What's the difference What's compared to last season? Why do you think you are conceding those goals that possibly you weren't at this stage last season? It's a good, it's a good question and um, probably one we can't quite put our finger on. And you know, Some of the goals we've conceded have been you know, of high quality and some of them have been you know, poor from us. So it is, it is important that we get back to clean sheets because um, you know they they're the ones that we're, we're good at, and then it obviously lets the attackers go and do what they do. And you know if you're conceding in games, then we can't, like you said, we can't always rely on scoring late or you know coming from behind or whatever. So you know it'd be nice to get back to the clean sheets, and we believe that we're in a position that we can do that, and hopefully that's starting tomorrow night. You're challenging on five fronts still. Obviously, tomorrow could see you through to the knockout phase as group winners as well. I just wonder how you all feel as a group that you're effectively having to choose between the League Cup and the World Club Cup. I think for us, it's, um, you know, when we look at it, it's sort of a compliment because we look back on it and it shows you, you know, it's the reason we've got all these fronts is because we've been successful. And, you know, if you'd ask me, would I swap my Champions League winners medal for, you know, less fixtures, then absolutely not. So... For me, the the fixtures are yeah, it's uh, you know it's credit to us and it's because of our success and that's that's something that we've got to look at. We've got to take the positives. Of course, not playing two games in 24 hours isn't isn't ideal. And however the manager's going to deal with that, then that's fine. And um, but you know we've got two big competitions and hopefully in the two squads that we put out, then both of them will be strong enough to try and see us through. But if not, then you know it's a consequence of you know not being able to fit enough games in. But we believe that any team that goes out is good enough to win the games and, and that's what we've got to be aiming to do for the two ones especially. Just to come back to your ankle, Andy, how are you managing it? What sort of things do you have to do or, or not do, I suppose? <laughs> I, think the, I think the lads would say I've been in the treatment room probably too much, to be honest. I think the physio's um, sick of uh, treating me, but um, look, it's just trying to get it going. It just takes a wee bit longer to, 
you know, loosen up in, in training. So maybe an extensive warm up, um, you know, going out a wee bit earlier and things like that. So it just gets it going and then it feels okay. Once it gets going, it's um, it's fine. It's just a bit of stiffness now, unfortunately, because, you know, not enough time to, to rest it. But look, it's fine for me in games. It feels the best because, you know, you probably get half an hour to warm up instead of maybe 10, 15 minutes before training. So for me, it's it's all good. And in games, it feels good. And, and that's all that matters for me. In terms of, do you sometimes have to be told to sort of pull it back again? Because I have a funny feeling you'd probably just play through and grin and bear it. So do yeah, look. Sometimes, um, you know, sometimes I do, and for me, I get I get paid to play to play games, and I get paid to train, and I don't want to miss, you know, training set. You know, all the lads are the same. We don't want to miss any training sessions. We don't want to miss any games, and and sometimes, you know, you know, Genk at home is probably the best example for me. I wanted to play, um, but the manager had made his mind up that I was only going to play one of the Aston Villa or the Genk game, and he chose Aston Villa. So. Um, but it's all about managing, you know. Happened with Mo at the weekend there. You know, Mo would have wanted to desperately to play, but for him it was best to, you know, have an extra couple of days rest. So we all want to play. We all want to play games, and but unfortunately sometimes it's not, you know, quite possible. And sometimes people need to step in to tell you otherwise, and you need to respect that. You're confident in your own abilities, and rightly so. But is there almost a fear? that by missing out someone can come in and, and take your place and you don't get back in, is, does it, is that how it works? Or? I'm, not, I'm not sure it's a fear, but we know we have a top quality squad and everyone that's you know maybe not playing as much can easily come into that squad and um, you know not kick somebody out, but you know come in and do a good job. You know I think you see it from Alex Oxley-Chamberlain, perfect example. He's came in and done fantastic and he's, um, he's now, you know, he started against Palace and he's doing well for England, so... You know he's back and he's he's back pushing everyone. So that's what our that's what our squad is like. Everyone's pushing each other, and you know it's not quite a fear, but it's you know something that you, for me I just don't want to miss games. I like playing football and I like you know being out in the the big stage and um, you know for me sitting up in the stands no good for me and it's no good for probably my heart and stuff like that. So I much prefer being on the pitch than off it. David? Andy, you've spoken about obviously the fixture backlog and the, the little injury that you're carrying at the moment. Does that give you a little bit of an extra incentive tomorrow to, to win, maybe knowing that the Salzburg game would, would effectively then be a dead rubber and that, that gives Jürgen an opportunity to make some changes possibly? Look, for us, for us, we don't think about, you know, the of course the Salzburg game, nothing could change if we do win tomorrow night, but we just think that we want to qualify for the last 16, you know, I don't think anyone's thinking, OK, win tomorrow and I don't need to go to Salzburg, or win tomorrow and I don't need to play, and you know, we don't think like that, we just think that by winning tomorrow, we have we have qualified with an extra game week to go, which is something that I've not done since we've been here, we've always been down to the last day, so that'd be nice to change that, and that's what our aim and goal is for for tomorrow, so we don't think ahead that far. And you know, if he does, you know, if we do have, you know, the manager does have the luxury where he can pick and choose who he wants to play in the game week six, then so be it. But that's down to us have done our job beforehand. So that's what we've got aim aim to do. Okay, Just pass it over to the gentleman at the back over there, please. We need the headphones. Mm. Uh, 
sono gli anicelli di Canale 21. Hello, I'm from Channel 21. Um, now, doubtless you're aware of the difficulties encountered by Napoli at the moment. Um, you know, um, your fellow players from Napoli refused to go on the training camp. Um, they're now being disciplined um, by the club. What sort of Napoli do you think will turn up tomorrow at Anfield on the pitch? Do you think it's going to be a Napoli that, um, you know, is really stressed out psychologically? Or do you think it's going to be a team that's going to be really strong and draw inspiration? I mean, how would you deal with this kind of situation if it were to happen to you? For me, um, you know, I don't know. You know, I've not read much into what's been going on at Napoli, but it's obviously came to my attention um, the last couple of days. But for me, they have they have a job to do. They have a job to try and get into the last 16 of the Champions League and by getting a positive result tomorrow, they would take a massive step towards that. So... You know, for me, I think that's all forgotten about. And as a team, they will want to get to the last 16 because it helps them. And it's something they didn't manage to do last season. So I think they'll be aiming to do that. And um, obviously, we were the ones that stopped them from doing it last season. So they want to maybe be able to get slight better revenge. Um, but for me, it makes no difference. They'll be, they'll be all together and they'll want to win the game for themselves, more importantly, instead of what's going on around their club just now. OK, Neil. Andy, obviously, you know uh, Napoli quite well over the last couple of years. What what is it that makes them such a, a difficult team to face? Yeah, I think look, I think their their manager's a very good one. Um, tactically, and the way they play and the way they set up is is very good, and that's down to him. Um, but also, they have top quality players, and that's probably why you know the games against us have been so close. Um, and but we know that we can cause anyone problems as well. And it's up to us to be at 100% tomorrow night. And if we do, then I believe we'll cause them problems. Whether it's enough remains to be seen. But I believe if we're at 100% and we're finding all cylinders, then we can beat anyone. And, um, and Napoli are no different to that. So hopefully we can produce a performance that we can be proud of and, and we can hopefully get the three points. Because, like you said, we know, the, we know what's at stake and we know what, what happens if we get the three points. So that's got to be our drive for tomorrow night. Okay, any final questions for Andy for yeah, Chris then? Hi Sandy. I know you can hear me, yeah. But um, this, this is a bit of an eye. 12 wins out of 13 that Liverpool actually aren't even hitting this stride yet. <laughs> what, did you buy into that idea that you're actually not even at your best yet and you're in this unbelievable position? Or? I, I don't... Um, you know, I'm not really buying into it because... You know, we've found ways to win and we've been going right to the end and we've been putting in special performances um, in different ways. You know, some games we thought in Man City and Tottenham, you know, we played, you know, unbelievable, but then against, say, for instance, Aston Villa or Crystal Palace, we had to dig deep and we didn't play our best, but we had to dig deep and find a way to win. So that's what we've been so good at. You know, in the Premier League, we've got, what, 37 points, so, you know, we can't, we can't really moan about anything. Um, but we're a team that, you know, try to stride for perfection and that's not always possible. But, you know, if we keep striding towards that, then we'll get there. And, you know, if people are saying we haven't hit our heights, then, you know, hopefully that comes because that'll be that'll be nice when that happens. And hopefully, you know, like we've touched on with clean sheets and stuff, it'd be nice to get, you know, more of them. And then, you know, hopefully get a couple more comfortable wins because, you know, the 90-minute winners aren't doing anything. You know, I don't think, I think the fans would love a, a game where they can just sit down for the last 10 minutes or whatever and, and enjoy it. But... We've not quite managed to produce that in a while, so you know, hopefully we can can get back to doing that as well because we want them to come enjoy it, not uh, be biting their nails right up to the 93rd, 94th minute. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.